0: America and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. The title of this one is "End Roe v. Wade." Yes, that's what we'll do. If you haven't figured it out by now, we we come up with the titles for the episode as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, arguably, the biggest Supreme Court case in the past what sixty years mm-hmm. is going on right now. That they are hearing arguments about abortion. And believe it or not, it's my home state of all states that are the ones that brought it to the table to be argued. Uh there are a lot of people, man, that believe that we might get a 5-4 vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Come on. Uh I, abortion is a abomination, it's a cancer on our society. Um i truly but we'll we'll talk about it in depth here soon uh but that's the big story today alec baldwin blames the gun not himself that's right uh we'll talk about that that interview dr fauci gets caught lying or being hypocritical <gasps> shocker mm-hmm. um and we just got a bunch of other little things to talk about so uh let's jump right into it but before we do that let's get into good ranchers <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about Good Ranchers, our title sponsor. I want you to imagine over 100,000 Americans losing their jobs. I know what you're thinking. It's not hard to imagine. Uh, We live in Joe Biden's economy, but go with me here. (laughs) You can stop imagining it because it's a reality. Since 2015, over 100,000 independent farms and ranches in the U.S. have shut down. Why? Because China meat is stealing their business and robbing you of the quality and flavor you deserve. That's why Good Ranchers is here. They exist to support local American farms and help you make great American meals. Together, they want to restore the American ranch and your meals to their former glory. Plus, they saved the Dear America podcast from oblivion when Facebook tried to shut us down. So, you need to go right now and support the people that support American beef, American chicken, American ranchers, and this podcast. You need to go to goodranchers.com slash gram right now, and you get 10 free bistro fillets. And, in addition, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box of mouth-watering American meats for life. That's right. Get 10 free bistro fillets. That's $119 value, free express shipping and $25 off your monthly subscription for life at goodranchers.com slash Graham. Get the best deal of the year at goodranchers.com slash Graham offer code Graham. All right. So New York post is, and this is a interesting one for jake because today i did not send jake any of the stuff that i'm going to talk about um so jake uh, it's like that scene of trump finding out about uh what's her name Diane. he's like oh i had no idea you're telling me for the first time yeah uh, it's gonna be like that um new york post is reporting obviously abortion related things because that's what everyone's talking about but this is the this is the this is the title of the article i'm <clears throat> not making this up woman who sued mom's doctor, claiming she never should have been born, nice. wins millions. Is that real? A star show jumper who sued her mom's doctor, claiming she never should have been born, has won the right to millions of dollars in damages. Why don't Evie we just- <laughs> Evie Toombs launched the landmark wrongful conception case against the general practitioner as she suffers from spina bifida. The 20-year-old's wrongful conception claim saw her take Dr. Philip Mitchell to court over his failure to advise her mother to take vital supplements before getting pregnant. She alleged that he had the medic. She alleged that had the medic told her mom, Caroline, that she needed to take folic acid, to minimize the risk of spina bifida affecting her baby, she would have full she would have put off conception. This in turn, so is this the mom that's doing this, they or is this deal. is this the girl that's doing this? Hmm. Um, and I in know. a unique ruling, uh, they backed Evie's case and awarded her the right to a huge compensation payout. Her lawyers earlier said. The amount Evie is claiming had not been yet had not yet been calculated, but confirmed that it would be big since it would cover the cost of her extensive care needs for life.
1: I'll take care of that.
0: What you know, should we give these people like, okay, here's a picture of her. Like there she is. She's a cute girl with a horse. She rides horses, I guess. Spina bifida must not be that bad. No, I say, you know, I mean, it's, it, it,
1: so you don't want to be alive? I, th- is that what you're saying? I uh, I
0: don't I don't understand the world that we live in.
1: Go skydiving and just don't pull the chute. Yeah, I just mean, yeah,
0: just jump out of the plane with no parachute. Save everybody a bunch of time. So miserable. Effort, energy. Um and then also if your life is so miserable that you feel like you shouldn't have been born, why are you suing for money? Yeah. Like if your life is miserable, you're not going to be able to enjoy the money. So what does it matter?
1: And is the money for your treatments? No, the money the money's for the mom. This is this
0: is a scam. It's yeah. a scam. The mom the mom wants the money.
1: O- only in a country like America could you do something like that. Oh god.
0: I don't know if it was in America. I'll have to look, but either way, either way who cares? <laughs> somebody, somebody sued a doctor for them being born. Just think about that for five seconds. Groundbreaking case. <laughs> How dare you allow me to be alive? <laughs> yeah, that's All crazy. All right, let's see here. What other crazy. random news can we get? Oh, okay. Um, in a shocking thing this holiday season, Apple tells suppliers that iPhone demand has slowed. Maybe it's because. You don't make any really new phones. They're just the same freaking phone. There's not like when's the last time they actually like completely did something to the iPhone to make it like a new A new phone. It's a a scam. I'm starting to sound Italian. It's a scam. Everything about this is a scam. (laughs) What they do is they come up with a new phone that's got like two pixels more in their camera. Mm -hmm. And then they start doing all these software updates. uh, And then your phone starts crapping out. uh, And Oh, by the way, check this out. So I haven't downloaded it yet. But my iPhone right now um, is saying that I've got an update that I have to do. Listen to this update iOS 15.1 adds SharePlay, an entirely new way to have shared experiences with family and friends in FaceTime. Oh, that's cute.
2: Nice.
0: Uh, this release also adds the ability to capture ProRes video using iPhone 13 Pro and iPhone 13 Pro Max. That's
1: cool. Here we go.
0: As well as verifiable COVID-19 vaccination cards in your Apple Wallet. Hold up. And includes other features and bug fixes for your phone. Ladies and gentlemen, COVID ain't going nowhere. It's getting here. Here come the digital cards. Here yeah. they come. The digital cards. You got to walk up and beep you got to scan your card to get into places. It literally is in this new update that I have not downloaded yet. There it sits. Um I mean, who
1: wants to carry their papers around everywhere?
0: I think I that that to me man like it's like how blatant do you just have to be at this point? Now you can put COVID-19 vaccination cards, verifiable COVID-19 vaccination cards in the Apple Wallet. We are literally entering into a world now because our whole lives are in our phones, right? Mm -hmm. controls our money. It controls our contacts. It controls uh, just everything, everything that we do. We can start our cars. We can shut our garage doors. We can turn our heat and our air on. We could, you know, I, I mean, we can do everything from our phones. We can unlock our cars. If we get locked out, we can trace our cars, you know, all this stuff. But now... This is literally going to be an apparatus to hold your digital documents in on where you stand. Um, speaking of COVID, let me make sure my Bluetooth is connected. Listen to this crazy lunatic. Um, everybody thinks that we are the crazy ones. And I keep trying to tell everybody, no, this is just the beginning. They're only going to get more nuts. This is on, um, this is on...
1: The Money Talks on...
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, listen to what this loon,
3: loon had to say. You know, Compromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. Lawfully, that's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue. The right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Bring Require it. vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. We have- you
0: hear that? These are people on the news, uh, on national television, that are literally saying that um, if you are unvaccinated, the military should come in and vaccinate you and if you refuse, you should have to prove conscientious objector status. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, that is people who refuse to kill anyone when it comes to being drafted or put in the military or going to war. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's that uh, Clint Eastwood did the video about him, or the movie about him. Crap.
1: (sighs) Some so of you funny, so, some it? of
0: you are screaming at me right now. Uh it's about the guy who was the conscientious objector to using a gun in World War II and he wanted to become a medic and he refused to use a gun and they tried
1: to How long ago was it? Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, Hacksaw Ridge.
0: Yes. Uh oh, yeah, w- yeah. what was the name of the dude that 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 the story was about? Uh... Hacksaw Ridge right there. Yeah, oh, I'm right. Here we go. Desmond Doss. Yes. Um, Okay, so Desmond Doss, uh, it it was a story about uh, he uh, refused to carry a weapon due to religious beliefs. Mm. They put him in the brig, they put him in court and all this other kind of stuff. Um, And he basically said, you know, hey, I am, you know, I'm a medic. I am completely fine with going to war and being a medic, but I'm not carrying a gun. I'm not doing it. And finally, they ended up ruling like, hey, man, you know, if you want to go over there and die, that's on you. And they boom. Anyway, the story is he ended up saving. Uh, he ended up like his it's a great movie. If you've never seen it, it's a great movie. Um, and I know we're getting off topic here, but but I feel like this should be talked about. Have you seen this movie? Mm. You, yeah, dude, you gotta watch it. All right, so it goes through all that crap, blah 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 blah. All his unit hate him and think he's a coward and all this stuff. Anyway, his unit they end up getting bogged down on this ridge, you know, like like a hill, uh, top cut off or whatever. And this dude without a gun ends up going back and forth through enemy lines, and he pulls out literally on his back. 75 people and he drops them down the ridge and then he goes back, picks up another one, carries them all the way back, drops them down again, 75 times. This dude ended up doing it and he won the medal of honor or was awarded the medal of honor. Um, And, and anyway, so, so it's actually a really cool, if you haven't seen that, Oh, that's why I was wrong. It wasn't Clint Eastwood. It was Mel Gibson that directed it. Okay. There it is. National I ap- treasure. I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, it's a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. I've seen clips from Hacksaw it. Hacksaw Ridge, man. I mean, it's an incredible story. I mean, just think about that. Imagine carrying one grown man like two miles yeah. on your back and dropping him down and then doing that 74 more times. Jeez. Um, anyway, it actually really is a good uh, movie. Uh, anyway, so all that to say... Um, Conscientious objector status mm-hmm. is you are anti-war or you won't fire a gun for religious reasons, et cetera. And now they're saying that you should have to argue that in court. Um, and so they'll either throw you in prison, of which they'll force vaccinate you in prison, mm-hmm. or then you will be confined to be home um, after that. That That's what these crazy people are wanting. Um, Omicron, I called it. Monday. I did a live feed on Monday, and I said, I will be shocked if Omicron is not detected in America. We'll be lucky if we make it through Wednesday. Bam! First case is detected where? California. Uh, In America. How do they have tests to detect Omicron? They don't. In California? Seriously. Omicron was just discovered in South Africa, or South America. South Africa. Was it South Africa? Two months ago, it just started getting reported about a week ago. And now all of a sudden, Canada, all these other countries, they have tests to be able to identify this new strand. Does that, does that make sense to any of you? Does, I mean, I'm being serious. Like does, does that make sense to anyone okay, we have tests that can de- detect COVID because it's a SARS virus, but how do you know that it's the Omicron strand already? Like, it. why is nobody asking these questions? How did you actually know that it's Omicron? How did you find out? Did you have the test already because maybe you knew Omicron was coming? I mean, how, how are you coming up with these tests right. so quickly? How are you creating a diagnostics test for a new variant literally within days of finding out that it's actually spreading. They didn't. And
1: anyway, yeah, all they, that this is to, all part of the plan.
0: All that to say, uh, now Australia is not the only country that is locked down. Shockingly. And I know this is going to come as a great shock to everyone. Germany has imposed a nationwide lockdown for the unvaccinated. If anything in this world should be sending red flags to the entire world, it's Germany locking down millions of people. that <laughs> They're not allowed to leave or leave their homes or anything like that. Hello. A month ago, Marjorie Taylor Greene got in trouble for comparing the lockdowns and mass mandates to Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. Now, here we are over the Omicron variant, which every single case has been described as mild with possibly a headache or feeling of fatigue, no breathing issues, no, no, no hospitalization, no nothing. This is a hangover from drinking too much. I... Uh, sometimes partake in too much beer and I feel not great the next day yeah. that's what this is okay now could it mutate maybe but everybody has said this is, this is not serious why in the balls would a country lock down the entire country over a mild virus
1: control the population
0: <clears throat> and it's Germany Look, Germany started both world wars here, people. I mean, you know, like, hello? Germany doesn't have a track record for making the best of decisions. All right? I'm just being honest here. Look, if by some chance you're in Germany listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, I don't know what to tell you. Germany's one of of those countries where I feel like anytime they open their mouth, every other country in the world just be like, just shut up, man. You you have had plenty of chances not to screw up the whole world, and you did it twice. Just shut up. Germany helped kick off both world wars, if you you know didn't know. Um,
1: but I digress.
0: But I digress. You know, a little history lesson there. Uh, you know, Hitler was in World War One. They lost, got their butt kicked, had all kinds of sanctions because they were in trouble, um, and then that led to all the anger. Uh, that also spurred uh, them starting World War II and, uh, you know, the whole Third Reich and Nazi Germany and the Holocaust and all that other kind of stuff. I don't know if you've watched a history lesson lately. Anything Germany does, the rest of the world should do the opposite. (laughs) They should just automatically just go, well, if Germany did that, we're just going to do the complete opposite thing.
1: Um, well, there's been tons of videos from South Africa of people partying, you know, outside at big venues. Like they haven't slowed down at all. True, cause. but Germany's been actually very quiet.
0: This is the first real thing I've heard out of Germany. I I can't think of like a major COVID news story coming out of Germany, really. Yeah. Like 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 they've been pretty quiet
1: about all this. Um, well, well, the conspiracy is that you know Africa sent a letter to Pfizer saying we're doing fine over here. Please quit sending us the vaccines. We have enough. And the next day, the Omicron variant comes out of South Africa. So maybe they are being punished for not buying more vaccines. Who knows?
0: Again, here is my biggest thing. And I guess we're never going to stop talking about COVID. Like, you know, I would have thought eventually we would, we would stop. There are not body bags lined up on the side of the street, right? There are not, you know, mass burning of, you know, hundreds of thousands of bodies because they're trust like the plague or something like that. What are we doing and why as a country are we sitting here going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now two countries have locked down the entire nation of unvaccinated people like. Is this what starts World War Three? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like but but here's another thing. What is World War 3 when this is the weirdest thing about COVID across the board to me is every government seems to be pro locking everybody down mm-hmm. to include America. So is World War 3 actually like The citizens of all the countries like being like, screw you guys, man. We're not doing any of this crap anymore. I don't know. Like it's, 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 it's so weird to me. And then the people that seem to be the quietest about all of it is China. (laughs) Despite everything, China's just like,
1: shh, let them do it. (laughs) let them fight <laughs> let them fight and then we'll sweep in i think they're finding out who the dissidents are they're finding out who's loyal to the new world order who will obey and stay in their house for any period of time and finding the people who are against the government who are against tyranny and those are the people they knock out or they kill or they go door to door send the military i don't know all of this is
0: coming on the heels of um you know, federal courts blocked um, Biden's vaccine mandate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we know this. It was a huge win. OSHA stopped for a bit for private businesses, et cetera, et cetera. But then he also lost, um, wasn't it, health care workers? Forcing health care workers to, to, to get vaccinated. Didn't he also lose that battle in court, too? Mm-hmm. Uh. Hang on. Let let,
1: let me, let me, let me make sure. Hold on. Um, And also they released misinformation themselves by saying the Omicron was 500 times more deadly or more transmissible than COVID was. So it freaked everybody out and everybody's saying, oh, it kills 500% more people when that's just not true. So the the fear, I knew it. Federal
0: judge blocks Biden's Biden's vaccine mandate for health workers.
1: Yesterday. What about those who already were fired? Well, let's,
0: let's see uh, what they say here. Um, a federal judge issued a preliminary injunction on Tuesday to halt the start of President Biden's national vaccine mandate for healthcare workers, which had been set to begin next week. The injunction written by Judge Terry A. Dowdy effectively expanded a separate order issued on Monday by a federal court in Missouri. The earlier one had applied only to 10 states that joined a lawsuit against the president's decision to require all health care workers in hospitals and nursing homes to receive at least their first dose by December 6th to be fully vaccinated. So, yeah. Yeah. OK, so they took another loss. Biden took another loss. OK, and now you've got Omicron coming out, right? And, and you know, guys and gals, I try my best not to just be like, oh, this is conspiracy, 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 conspiracy. But at what point do you just sit here and say, like, I, I literally called it on Monday. I literally said, go back and watch the live feed on Monday on my Facebook page right now. I said it in there. I had people write me and say, you called it. I said I would be shocked if we make it to the end of the day on Wednesday Mm -hmm. without Omicron being detected in America. I am a high school graduate, not the smartest guy in the room, okay? And I literally (laughs) called it, uh, by the end of the day Wednesday, we're going to Omicron Omicron's going to be in America. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, it happened. At what point do you sit there and just go, what in the world is going on? And talking about hypocrisy of it all, check this out. So yesterday, Fauci was caught just being the most hypocritical piece of human garbage in history. Well, listen to what this dude says, okay? I love Peter Doocy. Mm-hmm. Peter is coming one of my favorite people. He hook lines and sinkers this dude straight into it, okay? great. Here we go. All right, listen to this.
3: The president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country. Does that include everybody?
1: The answer is yes, because all right,
0: you heard what he just said. I'm gonna play the rest. Peter Ducey just asked him testing for everyone coming into the country. So if you didn't know, they just expanded it to where you have to have a test the day before you get on the plane. And you have to have a test the day before you get on the plane coming back, plus a test when you get here, all right, for American citizens, okay? So he, so Peter Doocy just said, I'm going to back it up. He just said, so does this apply to everybody? Everyone. He hooks him right into it here. So listen one more time, and then listen to what Fauci
3: says. The president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country. Does that include everybody?
2: The answer is yes, because you know that the new uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane.
1: Walk to right into here. it. But well,
3: what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge
0: numbers? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a different. Issue for example, that's a different issue. Hold on, listen to him, listen to him just, just own his own self, walk just straight into the mud. Here
2: is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country, anybody needs to and get everybody, a piss within 24 hours of listen. getting on the plane to come here.
3: But well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? Yeah, you know, that's, a,
2: that's a different issue, for example. That's
0: a different issue. <laughs> Shut, shut up puppet you're not supposed to say that kind of stuff Shh. <laughs>
1: Shh, and he goes on to basically say like they have protections uh being border crossers like they shouldn't have to be jabbed to get into the country oh okay but normal citizens you know yeah that, that just shows the hypocrisy of it all It's crazy man i um I, well, I, I
0: the, the thing that's, that, that, that is just the most startling to me is they're just blatantly doing it in front of everyone mm-hmm. at this point. That's, that's the thing that's the craziest to me is they're not even trying to hide it. They're not even trying to hide it. They um, really believe we're. Pretty stupid. Yes.
1: The yes, they did. All right.
0: Uh, there's a new story coming out that's trying to say that Trump had COVID 19 and he was tested before the uh, presidential debate with Joe Biden. Um, and everybody's like freaking out about it. And I'm just sitting here going, who the balls cares? um You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. like, like who cares? Um, they miss
1: him. They miss Trump.
0: Joe Biden didn't get COVID, even if that was true. So who cares? <laughs> who? What are we talking about? Um, we're going to skip right to Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin sat down for his first
1: interview since killing someone on the set of his movie Rust. Um, a lady who was making a documentary about child sex trafficking. But side note, I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs>
0: I can't tell you how many people wrote me Just like, like, keep saying I digress, man. (laughs) Keep keep doing it. Um, Anyway, uh, but before we get into that, let's get into a sponsor. All right, everybody. It is not unknown that the Biden economy is in a dumpster fire. It's not in a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire with inflation soaring at record highs with $3.5 trillion that they're wanting to add to the national debt. Listen to me. Inflation is coming. It's here. And if they continue going with this trucking thing that they're trying to do with our truckers, uh, a, a, a recession, a depression, anything could be on the horizon. So you need to diversify your savings right now with Birch Gold Group by getting gold, silver, and other precious metals. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, maybe you got a little money saved up. You've worked hard for that. Right? So, why let people like Biden and the Biden administration ruin it when all you got to do is just text the word Graham to 989898? 98 98 98. All Birch Gold wants to do is give you a free info kit. That's it, it is a 20 page info kit explaining why you need to diversify your savings with gold, silver, or precious metals. Now is the time to protect what you have worked so hard for. This isn't a money-making scheme. This isn't a scam. This is about protecting what is yours. All you got to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Go right now. All right, so here we go. Now, this clip, I think it's like two minutes No, it's a minute, 40, a minute, 50 seconds, but I want you to hear, uh, what he has to say. Um, here we go. So this is a minute, 50 seconds. This is a, um, ABC news exclusive, um, with him. And here we go. This is Alec Baldwin. We're going to play it in its entirety. We're going to talk about it. Here we go.
2: Everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired, I, get it. I mean, even now, I find it hard to believe that. It just doesn't seem it doesn't seem real to me.
0: You haven't said much in public since that tragic
2: accident. Why speak out now? I think the big question, and the one you must have asked yourself a thousand times, how could this have happened?
0: Since the fatal shooting on the set of rust. the
2: trillion shot, and the gun was in your hand. How do you come to terms with that? I guess. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. What? So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? How did a real bullet get on that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun. A bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. (laughs) How do you respond to actors like George Clooney who say that every time they were handed a gun, they checked it themselves? Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? You said you're not a victim, but is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I think back... And I think of what could I have done. Alec Baldwin, unscripted, a newsmaking special
1: event tomorrow night at eight seven central on ABC. He didn't pull the trigger.
0: The trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger.
1: You're an actor, buddy. Quote, I don't believe you.
0: Quote end quote. Now, interesting things that they put that they put on there is uh, the gun wasn't even the gun scene wasn't even part of the script. How did a real bullet get on there? <laughs> but the biggest thing here is uh, anybody that's listening, I don't believe Alec Baldwin. I'm, no. I, I'm sorry, man. At first, when it first happened, I was like, oh, dude, you know, that sucks. You know, I don't like Alec Baldwin, but man, you know, that's a, that's really rough. But now the more and more it comes out, now it is blatantly obvious that Alec Baldwin is trying to say that he is a victim of other people's negligence mm-hmm. and all the above. At the end of the day, a gun was in your hand. And let me tell you something. Guns don't go off if you don't pull the trigger. They just don't. Guns are designed that way. Right. Um, I have never had a loaded gun with a round in a chamber. I have literally dropped my rifle while trying to climb a tree stand (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it hit the ground and nothing happens. Okay. Because they're designed that way. Um, especially, and and I love what he was saying. You know, I would never point a gun at somebody, but you did. Right. Like like how did it shoot her? The gun was obviously, even if you didn't realize she was standing in your way, this is the problem I have with Alec Baldwin. Okay. Let's just say he's telling the truth. All right. I I was I was practicing and I didn't realize that she was right there. Let's say that's true. It's possible. Okay, you still have to take ownership for the fact of even though I didn't mean to, I obviously did. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like obviously the the gun was pointed at this chick and you hit somebody else. They just didn't happen to die, so you had it pointed at two people. I, I I've I've never never heard of a gun going off where the bullet where the trigger wasn't pulled. But that's yeah. just me. Well, I'm, the, I
1: The disgusting part about all this is how the liberal and Hollywood media is trying to cover it up and help them out.
0: Well, yeah, and now they're turning it into this big super produced special. Why not just give a freaking statement? An uh, like a real interview. Like, hey, I'm talking to you on the street, mofo. No editing, no nothing. Right. What happened? Yeah, how about court
1: before you go on freaking oh well, well
0: no because because nothing will ever happen to him ever right that's why um well i don't know maybe remember they did the same thing with jesse Sm- uh, yeah, Ju- uh, Ju- Ju- juicy, yeah juicy 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 smoulier uh they did the same thing um and he cried <laughs> you know they, they said this is back country <laughs> yeah um they did the same thing so i don't know uh Uh, The fact, even if it truly was an accident, the fact that now Alec Baldwin, after talking to all his lawyers and all his uh, agents and everything, they're like, you got to go on there and say that you didn't pull the trigger. Somebody else loaded it with a gun. Uh, You know, you are the victim here, you know, in, in this stuff. That's what that's what that's what they're trying to do. Is make him like the victim of of negligence. Right. Right. Like he's the victim of negligence. Um, and at the end of the day, anybody who knows anything about firearms one-on-one, it doesn't matter who had the gun before you. It doesn't matter if the gun was loaded by somebody that wasn't you. Rule number one is you treat every gun that it like it is loaded. I, even if you know the gun is unlike you, you know, you've checked it a million times, it is not loaded. You treat every gun, to this day, to this day, when I know I've checked it. I, I I know I have. But to this day, just to make sure, I will point it at the ground and pull the trigger just to make sure right. there wasn't nothing in there. And then I'll clear it again, like out right. of OCD, just checking, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just like, you don't even shoot a bullet up in the air. Like you shoot it straight at the ground, <laughs> you know? And it's just anybody who's anybody knows these things. And they also know that, It doesn't matter who had it first, doesn't matter who had it in the middle. It only matters who has it at the end. Mm -hmm. Take responsibility, bro. You shot somebody.
1: Your negligence.
0: Your negligence. It probably is going to be deemed an accident and, you know, you're not going to go to jail. Okay.
1: Accidents happen. All right. I get this
0: but take responsibility for what you actually did and stop making it seem like you're a freaking victim in this thing.
1: And set members were saying that, you know, he's like the director too, right? Like he, he was, I'm sure he's like
0: the executive producer or something like that. So he
1: was trying to skimp and didn't pay the right amount of money for the like quote unquote professional gun handlers is what people on set were saying. So,
0: well, that's another thing too. I mean, what do you do when everybody on set is like, no, he's a piece of garbage. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, he was
1: second. Um, Th- those people are all going to die from COVID. probably.
0: Anyway, Alec Baldwin, and this seems to be a new thing for the left. An SUV drove through and killed a bunch of people, and now a gun went off on its own. Right. Even though somebody was pointing the gun and pulling the trigger uh, along the way. Okay, That's disgusting. Let's get into the real thing about this. Um, it is time for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. It's time. Okay, Mississippi's ban on most abortions after 15 weeks has been the battleground uh, for the highest court. Uh, And this this is what has initiated uh, the Supreme Court listening to oral arguments, starting because they have taken on this case uh, to, to, to take on whether or not Roe v. Wade should be overturned okay so oh my god all these pop-up ads in these articles um all right so the supreme court uh f- <laughs> this is the washington times listen to how this is the supreme court flirted wednesday with unraveling the landmark 1973 roe v wade decision that created a national right to abortion with the courts republican appointed justices pondering whether states should have the freedom to restrict abortions earlier in pregnancies or to bar the procedure altogether Mississippi's ban on most abortions after 15 weeks was the battleground as the high court waded into the most persistent political battle in American life in over the past 50 years. During nearly two hours of oral arguments, the court's conservative leaning justices showed uh, uni-
1: unanimity. Uni-
0: thank you. unanimity in their skepticisms of the viability standard. Okay. About 24 weeks into pregnancy for when States can prevent a woman from seeking an abortion. Um, John Roberts, he's a piece of garbage. Um, you know, he's going to vote not to overturn it. Uh, what's, what's the other chick's name? Uh, what's the other chick's name?
1: The Spanish woman.
0: Yeah. I can't remember her name. Um, She, she, she's not going to overturn it, but, uh, the uh crap where is the chick's name is going to bother me you
1: talking about amy coney
0: no mm-hmm. no that's a trump person no it's the it's the asian looking woman yeah. what are our supreme court justices names oh it's St- sotomayor 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 yeah. yeah that chick she's not going to do it um anyway basically this is the most important Supreme court case in the past 50 years. They even admit it. And John, uh, Clarence Thomas is going to, you know, a lot of people are like, this is what Clarence Thomas was put on this earth to do. Um, I want you to hear a minute and 40 seconds of the oral arguments with Clarence Thomas and basically listen to what he's doing here. Um, you know, the, the the job of the Supreme Court is to weigh every decision against the Constitution and the constitutional authority for the laws being passed. That's it. That is their entire job. It doesn't matter if you think you should be allowed to have an abortion or if you think you should not be allowed. I'm, I'm even talking about pro-life people. It doesn't matter that. That's not the Supreme Court's job. The Supreme Court's job is to weigh the validity of a legal decision based on is there authority in the constitution or is there precedent set forth in the constitution for that to happen that is their job all right guys look how many of you have ever wished that you had An actual like portrait photo of you and your family. I know everybody gets the pictures taken, but in a digital age, there's just something about Mm -hmm. having a painted portrait of you and your family in. Your home. It stays there forever. You get to look at how good you used to look 20 right. years ago, et cetera, and how small your kids used to be. I know we love ours at our home, and that's why we use paintyourlife.com. You get a professional, hand painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Send any picture of yourself, your children, family, a special place, or a cherished pet. Please don't send your pet. I'm just kidding. Some of you do. Or combine photos into one painting with Paint Your Life's compilation portraits. You can bring together family members who never had the chance to meet. Or create a portrait for the whole family without the need for everyone to be there for a family photo. No more... Almost beating your kids because they're not uh, taking the photo the right way. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. You can order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. It's quick and easy to get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. All right. At PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is re Funded, Guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right. 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word DEAR, D-E-A-R, to 64000. That's DEAR to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Text the word DEAR, that's D-E-A-R, to 64000. So listen to Clarence Thomas. Here we go.
2: Would you specifically tell me, uh, uh, specifically uh, state what the right is? Is it specifically abortion? Is it uh, liberty? Is it autonomy? Is it privacy?
4: The right is grounded in the liberty component of the 14th Amendment, Justice Thomas, but I think that it promotes interests in autonomy bodily integrity, liberty, and equality. And I do think that it is specifically the right to abortion here, the right of a woman to be able to control without the state forcing her to continue a pregnancy, whether to carry that baby to term.
2: I understand we're talking about abortion here. But what is confusing is that we, if if we were talking about the Second Amendment, I know exactly what we're talking about. If we're talking about the Fourth Amendment... I know what we're talking about because it's written, it's there. What specifically is the right here that we're talking about?
4: Well, Justice Thomas, I think that the court in those other contexts with respect to those other amendments has had to articulate what the text means and the bounds of the constitutional guarantees, and it's done so through a variety of different tests that implement First Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights. So I don't think that there is anything unprecedented or anomalous about the right that the court articulated in Rowan Casey and the way that it implemented that right by defining the scope of the liberty interest by reference to viability and providing that that is the moment when the balance of interest tips and when the state can act to prohibit a woman from from getting an abortion based on its interest in protecting the fetal life at that point.
2: So the right specifically is abortion?
4: It's the right of a woman prior to <laughs> viability to control whether to continue with a pregnancy, yes.
1: Thank you. Yes.
0: So basically, Clarence Thomas is saying, you know, okay, I, you know, I understand that you're saying that you want women to be able to have the right to choose to have an abortion. You know, where is the constitutional right? Where is that written for this to be a thing? Liberty. Um and and so they keep bringing up the 14th amendment. Um and so let's read that for people who don't know, okay? All persons born uh constitution of states no I want freaking Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, here you go. In the most simplistic of terms, the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution ratified in 1868 granted citizenships to all persons born or naturalized in the United States, including former enslaved people, or guaranteed all citizens equal protection of the laws. So the 14th Amendment was actually what um, what made slaves equal Even though they had been freed, the 14th Amendment had to be there and be like, no, you know, you are required to treat all Americans equally across the board. The 14th Amendment is going to be the deathbed of Roe v. Wade, okay? because you cannot prove you cannot prove beyond a shadow of a doubt when viability actually is. And that's what the chick was trying to argue. She's Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, we've got people that are comatose and vegetables and, you know, they don't process pain the, the same way and all this other stuff. That's her argument, which is a flawed and hold argument. Okay. Because there's so many conflicting reports, right? The 14th amendment is going to be the death of Roe v. Wade. And this is why, because it says very plainly in the text Uh, Citizenship to all persons born or naturalized in the United States, including former enslaved people, and guaranteed all citizens equal protection of the laws. All citizens are guaranteed the same protections under the law. That baby, which we cannot, beyond a shadow of a doubt, agree when a baby is actually a baby, Christians believe it's at conception. Most scientists believe it's not to like 24 weeks, you know, that they, they, they deem viability that if you had to take it out of the mother's womb, when can they live, which we've had a 21 week old live. Mm-hmm. So the 24 week obviously isn't true because right. 21 week olds are surviving. Um, no one can officially state when that actually is.
1: And nobody wants to meet in the middle either.
0: Yeah, but you can't, you can't, you can't make a precedence on something that nobody can agree on. Right. And you can't make a ruling as big as abortion that has murdered over 62 million children since it was uh, done in the 70s. Okay? It's been responsible for 62 million people. Think about that for five seconds. Think about what the population of America would be. That's right now. Like
1: a quarter of the country or something like that.
0: 62 million totally people. Less. And this was done in 1973. So just take, I don't know, 20 million of those, okay, that would be well in their 40s and 50s by now, that would have children who would then have children, et cetera. You're talking about another hundred million people.
1: Right. And so, the, the black community would be twice as large, too.
0: Exactly. So so we're not actually really talking about sixty. 2 million people. We're actually talking about in the hundreds of millions of people that abortion has affected. There is no, and this is where Clarence Thomas is going, you know, and and I love how poised he is. I love, I do. The one thing I do love about lawyers is, you know, there is no emotion in them. It's very much, okay. You know, I understand you're talking about, you know, You know, what is the right that you're actually trying to push for? Is it the right to privacy? Is it the right, you know, Fourth Amendment and all that stuff? Is it the right to privacy? Is it the right to, you know, protest? You know, is it the right, you know, what specifically is it Mm -hmm. that you're trying to say that you have a right to be able to do? And he's like, okay, so and and after all that stuff, you know, he was like, if you're talking about the First Amendment, I know exactly what you're talking about. Hey, this is a First Amendment violation. I'm not able to talk or I'm not able to protest and, and I'm not able to do this. Okay, you know, I can see in the Constitution because, again, that is the Supreme Court's job. The viability of the law based off the constitutional authority within it. I know what you're talking about. If you're talking about the second amendment, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause there it is written. Uh, what are you talking about? And where is the constitutional right, right. that you are trying to fight for here? Because what ain't in the constitution is the right to an abortion. So you can't say that you can't, you can't say, well, well, you know, we're fighting for a right to an abortion. Well, that's not in the constitution. Yeah. So therefore Roe v. Wade needs to be overturned. Okay. Well, they're trying to use the 14th amendment. Uh, that the, and and they're trying to sway it as women should not be forced by the state to continue a pregnancy if they don't want it. Underneath the Fourteenth Amendment, that all citizens are protected underneath the laws equally. Mm-hmm. Right, you can't force people to do medical things that they don't want to do. The only caveat to this is the argument of well. That baby is an American citizen, too. And they're granted the same protections as you're granted. And then the only argument they have after that is to try to argue when viability actually is, which no one is able to actually prove. So in a court of law, especially when you're going after constitutional authority, if you're not able to actually prove when viability actually is, by default, you have to assume that it starts at conception. Like, if you can't prove that it doesn't, you have to. Like, like you have to go off of what you can actually prove in a court of law. Isn't that, like, the key thing that lawyers talk about all the time? It doesn't matter what's true. Absolutely it matters what is. you can prove. Mm-hmm. You can't prove when, by, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you cannot prove when viability actually exists. A lot of people for years have said, 24 weeks. Well, we've proven now that that's, that's not true with medical advances heartbeat and everything, bill. you know, 21 weeks outside of the womb, babies are unknown caller. That's, that's the Supreme <laughs> court right there. Trying to call me. Um, we've got babies that are being born at 21 weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got heartbeat bills where heartbeats can be detected as early as six weeks, you know? So if you have a heartbeat, the point is you cannot that de- the 14th amendment will be the death Of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Because if you cannot define specifically when it is that a baby becomes viable, right? If you cannot define that, then you have to, under the 14th Amendment, you have to grant the baby, the second someone finds out they're pregnant, that baby has to be granted the same 14th Amendment rights that everyone else has. Yeah. Okay. You just have to. That that's the Constitution. The Constitution says that any American citizen is granted the same protections under the law.
1: Period. The end. So Roe v. Wade can't exist. And by the way, uh, there's videos out there of Jane Roe saying that she lied. Like it all. Yeah, but then they tried to
0: turn it around and say that you know pro life people paid her. To say that and all this other stuff. Uh, And, you know, they're trying to cover that up. But either way, even if she hadn't lied. mm -hmm. Okay, let's just go. Let's just go with that. Even if she hadn't lied. The reason it's being brought now is because everyone is saying that it was an unconstitutional ruling. Right. Because there is no proof. Back in the 70s, we didn't have the same medical advances that we have now. Like we couldn't detect heartbeats at the same time then, you know. Yeah, you're right. If a baby was born at 21 weeks in the 70s, that baby was dead. Yeah, you know, like things are different now, and so the whole precipice for this is we are not the same society medically, uh, techno- te- technologically, all the above that we were in the 70s. This needs to be revisited and put against the Constitution. That baby has a heartbeat as early as six weeks. Mm-hmm. I think Roe v. Wade will be overturned. I, I don't think that abortion will be banned completely. I don't think that. I think that they're going to ban, that they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, that it's a constitutional right to be able to have an abortion. And then I think that they're going to leave it up to the States. That's what I think. Yeah. They're going to remove the federal out of it. No, you do not have a federal right to be able to get an abortion and I think they're going to leave it up to the states, yeah. which is going to save millions of lives doing it. Because you're going to get half the states that say, heck no, it ain't happening. Um, and, you know, I think that's where we're going to end up in this. And I do. I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be a 5-4 decision. That's what I think. Uh, because it has to be, right? Like, it, like you know, the, the Supreme Court, I mean, they have to they have to decide, right? If they take up a case, they have to make a ruling. I think we'll get a 5-4 ruling, Roe v. Wade will be overturned and they're going to leave it up to the states to decide if abortions are going to be allowed, when it will be allowed within the states and stuff. They're going to put it back to the power of the states and let the state legislatures argue it out. Yeah. That's what I think. I think Roe v. Wade is gone. Kiss it goodbye, pro-choice people. I do not see it surviving this. Uh hearing the arguments, hearing how they're specifically wording it like, you know, Show me in the Constitution, you know, what are we arguing? You know, the law is very black and white. Like, you know, you, you can claim all this stuff and everything. No, no, there is one spe- specific thing that you are arguing. What is it that you are arguing for? Is it a right to privacy? Is it a right to, uh, you know, liberty? Liberty? Uh, is it a right to pursuit of happiness? What is it? Because you can't argue pursuit of happiness. Well, having a baby will directly alter my life and I won't be as happy as I was. No, you can put the baby up for adoption and your life will be fine. Nine months of, you know, discomfort or whatnot doesn't justify murdering a baby over this kind of stuff. And they're trying to argue it with the 14th Amendment, which I'm telling you, if they do this, given the scientific advances we have now, the technological advances that we have now, and the inability to argue when viability or when life actually begins, the only answer is you have to go to the Constitution. And the Constitution says that a baby conceived and born is the same thing there. Well, you can't stop something from being born to be able to argue that they don't have the right to the 14th amendment. I'm telling you, the 14th amendment is going to be the death of Roe v. Wade Yeah, because they're not going to be able to, beyond a shadow of a doubt, definitively prove that that baby is not viable or that baby is not alive until after they pass through the vaginal canal. It doesn't make any sense. And that's what I think. And I
1: think the world would be better off for it. I think this whole thing is a reflection of our society and the result of the sexual revolution and the degenerating of our society. Like look at WAP and all, you know, porn is free and anybody can access it. So people are just, you know, going around sleeping with whoever they want and don't want to pay for the consequences.
0: Well, or, you know, or deal with the consequences. Like ladies, if you have sex with people, and I know everybody's like, what about rape? What about incest? Shut up. Shut up. It's less than 1%. Is it horrific? Yes, absolutely. Bad things happen to good people. I'm not negating that. But if you cannot definitively show the difference between a rape baby and a normal baby, how can you do that? Like, you can't. You, you can't. Like, you, you can not do it. And didn't Roe? Didn't Jane Roe or whatever it was? Didn't she end up actually having the kid? Oh, I don't know. And the kid is alive or
1: something. Oh yeah, 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 di- so, yeah. yeah.
0: Th- and so that's what I'm saying. Like the very person that the whole Roe v. Wade court case was about ended up having the kid. <laughs> and the, yeah, right? Di- di- didn't she? Am I right? about she that? She gave
1: the baby up for adoption.
0: Yep. See, <laughs> that that's what I'm saying. Like like the whole the whole person. That Roe v. Wade was designed for to make abortion a federal right to women. They did not have an abortion, and they gave the baby up for adoption.
1: wonder if she tried to sue her mom for giving birth to her. (laughs) That would be something. Well, I wonder if
0: that's the girl that sued. (laughs) uh, Again, Roe v. Wade needs to be ended. We will keep you updated on this. This could be a huge win for life. It could be, I'm going to go dancing in the street if it happens. Uh, I don't think we'll get an answer anytime soon. They're going to debate yeah. this for forever. Maybe
1: people start wearing comms more and picking who they sleep with a little wiser.
0: But the, I, the the biggest thing as as we get ready to end this right now is the most ironic thing about all of it and saddest thing about all of it is all the people that are protesting and saying yay and taking abortion pills in front of the Supreme Court and all that stuff, those people would not be able to be there unless their mother had chosen life. That's the most ironic and sad thing about it all, is these people that want to murder babies would not be able to argue the right to murder babies if their parents had not not murdered them. That's it. That's all we've got for this episode of the Dear America podcast. Make sure to share this with three friends. Give us five stars. It helps us in the charts. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you again next time. See ya.